Did you know that the number of hikes logged in 2020 are currently 171% higher than in 2019? Hello, Action Taker. Welcome to Live Blissed Out, a podcast where I have inspirational and informational conversations with business owners and subject matter experts to help you get the scoop on a variety of topics. Tired of hesitating or making decisions without having the big picture? Want to be in the know? Then this is the place to go. I'm your host, Marissa Houston, helping you achieve bliss through awareness and action. So let's get to it. In this episode, Zach Snavely talks about the positive impact the outdoors has on our mental health. Zach is a 13-year U.S. Coast Guard veteran. Since 2015, he has spent most of his time in Africa and the Middle East conducting military training and operations, assisting in globalized anti- and counter-terrorism. In 2020, Zach recognized an opportunity for commemorating Colorado's 14,000 summits and co-founded Mountain Freedom Coins. Visit mountainfreedomcoins.co to learn more. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. Zach, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me on, Marissa. I appreciate it. It's good to have you here. What is on the agenda today, Zach? So today we are going to talk about Mountain Freedom. It's a company that I started last year and how it pertains to mental health and the promotion of getting outdoors. So it's a combination of mental health and outdoors and how they work together. And you have this company that you named Mountain Freedom. Why did you pick that name to begin with? Last year, I tore my bicep and it kind of eliminated me from doing mountain biking or any type of weight training. And I got into a depressive state and my fiance and I started hiking. We started with some local trails around here and then we ended up deciding to do the Decalibron loop because I was curious about what these 14ers were about here in Colorado. After we completed that loop, we were on top of Mount Bross and I asked her what there was to represent this type of accomplishment other than the cardboard sign. Both of us have backgrounds, myself in military and special operations and her in working overseas. And the thought of a challenge coin came to mind to represent that accomplishment or something significant that you've done in your life. So we came down off the mountain once we had some cell phone coverage. And as I was driving home, Corinne was Googling to see if there was anything that existed like that. We found out that there weren't any type of coins to signify this accomplishment. We came up with the concept of a mountain summit coin that you can keep in your pocket and take with you to represent that time of that accomplishment that you achieved. I love that idea. And here's why. I see on social media, a lot of people that climb these mountains or achieve something, and they typically will bring maybe a little towel with a flag on it or something along those lines, take a photo. And yeah, it's on Facebook. Okay, that's nice. But what then? And I feel like the coins that you have are something that you can touch and carry with you as a reminder of something that you've been able to achieve. There's a lot more to it. The other thing I think is so cool is that it's portable. So it's also something that you could share with others. Don't you think? Absolutely. And that's one of our things that we want to focus on is creating a movement of getting outdoors and obtaining your own mountain freedom. So what we try to promote is... You have that coin to signify your accomplishment, but then you can buy one for a friend to pay it forward. You're saying not only do you use the coins to remind you of an accomplishment that you've made, but you're also motivating and inspiring others to do the same and paying it forward so that when they do achieve something, you're acknowledging it through the coins. 
Yes, 100%. It really is a gift. There's nothing more effective, in my opinion, than a gift coming from somebody else. Yeah, you can buy the coin for yourself to say, I earned this and I want to keep a record of it. And that makes me really proud. But imagine if somebody else notices you achieving something huge and then sends that to you and says, good on you. Here's a little gift for you. And you deserved it. You earned it. That means something more. Right. And it makes you feel a part of a group. And the camaraderie, especially with the hikers in Colorado, is so huge. And it's such a great community. And to be able to have something to then inspire someone else to get out there has been amazing. Can you tell us a little bit about your coins in the sense that are there different coins and messages attached to the ones that you offer currently? Yes. So currently right now we have a different coin for all 58, 14,000 foot peaks in Colorado. Each coin has a unique image in relation to that peak with the name of the mountain, the elevation, and then the different colors of metal are by the different class from one to four on difficulty levels. There's something for everyone then, right? No matter what they climb, there's a mountain freedom coin for them. Yes, absolutely. To it being a class one challenge all the way up to a class four. So it kind of covers all skill levels of climbers. Are there groups of people that usually do this together or do they normally just go after it on their own? Is it usually like what you were explaining where you went up the mountain and when you got to the top, you realized, okay, now what? How do I commemorate this moment? And that's how you came up with the idea. Do people normally have groups that do these sort of activities or are they mostly individuals who just decide they're going to climb a mountain? There are a lot of groups on Meetup and Facebook that are specific to Colorado hiking and people will plan events around that. A lot of people nowadays are just finding a way to get outside. Everyone's tired of being stuck in their house. We're seeing a lot of families out there on the mountains. Everyone's always supportive and encouraging to each other. Yeah, and this is just another way to share that. It just really commemorates the moment. You were referring to the fact that this helped you with your mental stability because you were going through some struggles and you discovered that this was helpful. What do you think makes being outdoors, whether it's biking or hiking or climbing mountains, why is that so helpful when it comes to mental health? I feel because it puts you in a state of connection with the outdoors and being able to disconnect from social media, any type of problems that you may have going on currently, you're able to disconnect and reflect on yourself and your struggles and focus on what you need to overcome. Yeah, that's a really good point. It clears the mind. It's a way for you to just be in the moment. Because I think that in today's world, we're so focused on all the things that get thrown at us. There's just so much information that our minds are so busy. And when you're focused on climbing, for example, or any of these outdoor activities, that's all you're worried about. You're just worried about how do I get that next foot forward to get to the destination that I'm trying to head at? In the meantime, your mind is relaxed and clear and you can really reflect on things. Yes, for sure. You have that goal or challenge that you're trying to overcome and to accomplish that, you just are forced to be present in that moment. It's own sort of meditation, I think. I couldn't agree more. I guess, Marissa, kind of it always just comes down to like me being like almost afraid to share my story, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. I don't know why we put such a negative on the topic of mental health and then it makes us feel uncomfortable to talk about it with others. 
it's like a stigma. Right. And for us to move past that and to actually get to the root of the problem, this needs to be a common discussion with our friends, with our family members, our coworkers, because too often we ask each other how you're doing when we should be asking how are they feeling. I think that's more of a, a question of connection. When someone asks me that, I feel like that's very vague. I'm passing by someone and it's, hey, how are you doing? I'm not really looking for an answer or a connection to them. But if I'm asking someone how they're feeling, I'm actually caring about them and what they're going through in that moment. Too often, we're afraid to have tough conversations. And especially when it comes to the mental health, the first thing that is tied to it is suicide. Those numbers do happen, but that's not the main concern. The main concern is just making someone feel comfortable to actually talk about how they feel, to not be stereotyped. When each of us is going through these challenges, whether it's mental health or anything that makes us feel different, we often forget that we're not alone. There are others just like us that are thinking the same thing, feeling the same thing. And we will bottle it up because we're afraid to share it. We don't know who those people are and whether or not they're even willing to have the conversation. And I think what happens is we create a mindset of fear or doubt, or we assume without even really knowing how people are going to react. And the bottom line, Zach, is we can't control how people react. What we can do is be ourselves, be authentic. What you're doing is you're creating a community of people that are able to talk about it. You're creating that safe space for them and giving them a tool to acknowledge their accomplishments and in a sense, feel like they have a place where they belong. Absolutely. And that kind of brings us back to like a military framework of having that camaraderie and feeling like you belong to something. And receiving a coin, just like in the military, is that symbol of belonging and of an accomplishment. And to have something that you can carry with you or display that shows an accomplishment that you have completed and the memories that go behind that and the people that you met on that hike or the amazing views that you'll never forget, it really is something that brings people together. Oh, yeah. It kind of reminds me of a badge of honor, so to speak. When you get a trophy, okay, that's great, but I have to put it on a shelf somewhere and I can't take it with me. But what's wonderful about these coins is they're so transportable. And I think they make a great gift as well to share because they're so easy to send. They're small and yet they're beautiful. It's substantial. You know what it reminds me of, Zach? Like when you win a medal in the Olympics. It's the same feeling that you have something tangible to show and be proud of and also share with others. Right. And when someone asks you about that coin, it brings back the memories and the feeling of accomplishment when you completed that summit. My dad used to love to travel when he was still alive. He uh, had a map on the wall and everywhere he went, he put a pin on it. He just loved to keep looking at his map and seeing those pins and the colors because it reminded him of all the great memories and made him feel like he accomplished his dream, which is the thing he enjoyed the most was traveling. I love your coins because every time you achieve that goal, you could literally put it on a wall as well if you want and make like a little rack and put each coin in there and keep adding on like a collection of memories. But they're not just any memories. They're very specific to something that you've done, which is just wonderful. Right. And when it comes to especially the Colorado 14ers, there isn't such thing as an easy one. Whether you're climbing a class one or all the way up to a class four, 
like climbing stairs. You start at the lowest level, you get your coin. Now you've achieved that. Then you go to the next one and the next one. So it's kind of a, a reminder of goals that you're trying to accomplish when you go through the challenges. Yes, absolutely. It's not just, oh, I climbed one mountain, I got a coin. It's more than that. It's really about saying, my goal is to climb all of the 14ers, for example. You go after the one that's easiest, you start with that, and then you build your way up. And then as you achieve each one, you can get a coin to commemorate that progress that you've made, right? Right. And it's great when I'm looking at the coin rack that's hanging in my office and seeing the exact thing that you're talking about of it's starting off with the black metal coins, which were class one and the easiest all the way up to Maroon Peak, which is the toughest one I've climbed so far, which is a gold one. So to see that progression in just the metal colors is a sense of accomplishment in itself. Yeah. And I'm glad you said that. So I'd like to know how many have you climbed so far, Zach? So far, I have climbed 14 different 14ers and 16 total. When did you say, I'm going to do this and start achieving these goals for yourself? I started last July. And after I'd done the the Calibron loop, which then gives you four summits at once because you're doing Democrat, Cameron, Lincoln, and Bross, I kind of became obsessed with it then. And over that six weeks at the end of the uh, climbing season last year, Corinne and I had climbed 11 peaks. And when you decide to make a climb, how long does it take you usually you know, at the bottom of it and get all the way to the top. Is that something where you have to sleep somewhere or can you do it in a day? Depending on where they are in the state, where we live, the front range and mosquito range are close by. So those we've done, you go to bed, wake up around midnight, drive two to three hours, get to the trailhead, get your gear on and start climbing because during the climbing season, you want to be off and headed back down the mountain by noon just to uh, make sure you avoid any type of thunderstorms. So you're typically looking at six to 14 hours, depending on which summit you're climbing. And then you have to turn around and come back. It really is a whole day affair and you have to plan it. Absolutely. Let's say you're living in Colorado and you want to go after every single one. How many can you get to? You can get to 58, 14,000 foot summits. You have a lot of climbing to do. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, it's definitely an ongoing process. And you were talking about seasonal. So is there a time of year when you want to avoid climbing? Experienced climbers will climb year round and they will snowshoe up. There's people that ski and snowboard down. There's folks that get out and ice climb. I myself have not done any winter 14ers yet. I don't feel like I have the experience quite yet. I would like to get together with some people this winter that have that experience and get out on a couple trails. When people get your coins, are you essentially, Zach, building a community with these folks so that you can all share your journey together? Absolutely. And it's so great to get feedback from those that have taking our coins up to the summit and taking pictures and sharing their experience with us and the followers. It's been great to see that and the uh, community that it's starting to create. So it's like a mountain freedom family. Absolutely. That's what we're hoping for. That's what it's about. And it's a space for all of you to connect, to share your experiences, to progress, because 
as you were explaining with what you're doing, you have to start somewhere. Some people are brand new and have never climbed a single mountain and some people are more experienced. And so being part of that family means supporting each other and also having a place to connect about your experiences together. And so it's more than just a coin. There's so many things you're doing, Zach. You're doing a lot of good things to help people with their mental health, giving them a place to go and giving them something that they can remember. Those coins are something to shoot for. And you could say, all right, well, I'm going to attack that mountain now because I need my mountain freedom coin to show me that when I set out to do something that I stuck with it and I did it. Right. And that's the main thing that we want people to do. We want them to get outside and it doesn't have to be climbing a 14,000 foot peak to essentially obtain your mountain freedom. Just taking that movement of getting outside and having that connection and being present in nature does wonders. And we just want people to start somewhere and then have a goal of what they plan on accomplishing. Yeah. And you know what I'm thinking? For anyone listening to us right now, they can say to themselves, wow, Zach's starting something really cool. I should reach out to him and talk about what I'm doing outdoors. It could be anything. It could be biking, just walking trails or anything that they're doing to be out there. They can give you feedback and connect with you and see what it takes to be part of your community. Because at the end of the day, your goal is to encourage people to connect with themselves by being outdoors and achieving some of those goals that they set out to do to get healthier mentally and physically. That's exactly right, Marissa. And we would love for people to connect with us and share their stories with us and let us help spread their word as well. How do they get a hold of you? We have Instagram at Mountain Freedom Coins or our website, mountainfreedomcoins.co. So those are the two places to go to follow you and get more information about what you do? Absolutely. Isn't it great? We have wonderful social media that allows us to instantly connect with people. I just love what you're doing, Zach, and I'm so happy that you were able to spend time today to share your goals and encourage people to go out there and achieve their dreams as well. Thank you for being here. Yeah, thanks again, Marissa, for creating this platform and allowing us to get our word out and our message. We appreciate it. That's a wrap for this episode of Live Blissed Out. Thanks for listening and thanks to Zach Snavely for joining us on the show. If you have a question or comment for a future episode, all you have to do is go to speakpipe.com forward slash L-B-O-V-M or click the link in the show notes to leave a brief audio message. If you find value in our show, please visit liveblissedout.com to reach out, subscribe, and share on social media. This show is made possible through listeners like you. Thank you. So long for now, and remember to keep moving forward.